Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Here we go. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas. From the Circa Resort and Casino, happy St. Paddy's Day, happy day number two of the madness. It is upon us, and it is uh, alive and well. Yesterday's action was outstanding, Paulie, and we'll do nothing but college basketball over the next three hours on today's program. Julian Edlow will join us uh, from DraftKings in one hour, get his take on today's slate. Tim Murray, very good on college basketball here, VEASAN host. Uh, Same as uh, Wes Reynolds, and he's going to be on the show a little bit later on today and so many takeaways from day number one I would just I mean look you you see that silly report every single year of like billions of dollars are lost you know across the country uh, over the next two days because people don't produce at work whatever the paying attention to the tournament of course Um, so when you're watching these games as we talked about a little bit yesterday on the show you know all four games are going to be on at the same time you need to have a head on a swivel the stuff that you can do in play and I'll give you an example uh, the first game of the day, which, by the way, was almost three hours long. Huh. They called so many fouls. It was ridiculous by mm-hmm. the referees on both sides. I had West Virginia for a decent bet on the money line. They were up 19-6 in that game uh, midway through the first half. Maryland looked like a Division three basketball team. They were horrific on offense. Uh, com- totally lost. But there was a spot in that moment or uh, you know over, over those several minutes Paulie where West Virginia had a chance to open it up to like 25 to 6 or 30 to 6 
because they they turned out to be no great shakes on offense. And I tweeted this out. I'm like, look, they have a really good opportunity right now to, to finish this game. Take them outside the woodshed and bury them and then move on to, to round number two. They didn't do that. And when they didn't go from like 19 to 6 to 25 to 6 or 30 to 6, I'm like, okay, well, now Maryland's alive somehow. And they came. It was a back and forth game. And West Virginia eventually took like another 10 point lead, but they blew it because they didn't. They never had, they never put their foot on the gas in the first half when they should have. Yep. Yep. And sometimes it's just you're watching and something doesn't seem right or feel right. And I tweeted Princeton plus nine second half. Look, just something off with Arizona. Uh Right. Yeah. And it just the total collapse as well. Um, and that you could you knew you knew like two minutes in Oral Roberts was dead on arrival. I mean, what thirteen nothing Duke? What was that? So there was you had a couple upsets again. that couldn't get enough of the Furman win. Uh, West Virginia falling apart. Even what you just said, you're right. But then they come back. They have an eight point lead in the second half. Uh, uh, just bizarre with some of these games. And then West Virginia not running anything. On offense, Arizona not running anything oh, on offense. Oh, man, where are the where are the adjustments by these coaches? But uh, a fantastic day, four upsets. When you look at the numbers, a 15 beats a two again. The incredible Furman win, and then you also get some bizarre blowouts. And of course, the Mountain West vomits on themselves. Of too, course, so. yes. So you had a little bit of everything. That that prop under three and a half wins for the Mountain West Comets nearly cashed on day one. Yeah. So the Aztecs have to go to the Final Four to lose that now. Yeah. Well, so they they can beat Furman. Yes. Then they get Alabama. Yeah. If well, Alabama beats yeah, Maryland, right, then right. Alabama well, should run out Maryland. Right. So, I mean, sure. yeah, that's that's what now has to happen in order for that bet to no. basically lose. And I'll give you a You're, quote, you're right about the in play. You're right. Yeah, so, two more. Just to, to bank away for future years, Tommy Lloyd at Arizona cannot coach. No. He is awful. And he brings in so much talent at Arizona. I mean, look at last year's team. Look at this year's team. And that was my biggest takeaway coming into the tournament. I'm like, if they win the whole thing, uh, I'm broke. I'm a broke human being because I don't trust them for a second. He does nothing on the sidelines whatsoever. They they have seven foot giants down low against an Ivy League team, and they just they do nothing at all. And he, I don't know what he's doing over on the sidelines, but I don't think he's worse. And look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Virginia's got to get rid of Tony Bennett because I don't think they're ever going to do any better than him. He's a really good regular season coach, but look at, I mean. Look at the flops now, over and over and over again in the tournament. Yep. If it wasn't for the the, the the redemption team of 2019 that came back after they lost as a one seed, only team ever to win it the following year, I, I don't even know if you would have a job at that point. Yeah, it's the craziest five-year run in tournament history. I mean, you lose to a 16, you come back and win the title, then you lose a, a four against a 13, mm-hmm. you miss the tournament, and you lose a four to a 13 again, yep. and you blow a 12-point lead against a SoCon team. I mean, the, the miracle, we'll probably look back and say the miracle was the guy who won playing that style of basketball. Yeah, probably. Which could have happened. So, But then the, the whole Clark situation. What are you doing, oh, man? Oh, boy, Paul. You have a timeout, number one. So that's, you can maybe blame Bennett, but certainly Clark as well. You still have a timeout. But then when you're pinned there in the corner, you either can wait because they're going to foul you, or you just throw it off someone's leg. Mm-hmm. And he does the uh, sky hook. From, from that, and as Barkley said, and he's done it before, in that situation, if you're going to do that, just throw it up in the air as high as you can. Yes. Don't, because he almost, he barely got it to half court. That's right. And then for the kid, just still five seconds left. But for the kid from for Furman to shoot it, 
right away from the parking oh, lot. I, I loved it. He's and he wide open. It. I, sure. I, I just, sure. Please take that Come, shot. I, but that is a huge meltdown. They missed their it's, free throws. They turn the ball over. They're up 12. You yeah. keep the dog in the game. The building's up for grabs and the horrible mistake. And voila, there you go. Yep. Incredible. And, and every sports book, ballroom area in Las Vegas and beyond went nuts because I think the entire country was on Furman yesterday to win that game. That's right. Or yeah. to at least cover the number. Yeah. This is awesome. Here's the roar yesterday from Circa. How, listen to how loud it is. That is awesome. Everyone, you're right. Everyone had Furman, and the place just went crazy after he makes the three to put him ahead. And here's the other shot from our studio when Virginia misses and Furman hangs on yep, to win. Yep. That, that, that's the, the the time to be alive and the time to be in the book, this right? This is what makes the madness so awesome. That's right. I mean, it's yeah. every year when, I mean, the entire place is going to be rooting for the dog. I'm sure the same thing happened when I was not at the book for the Princeton-Arizona game. I was actually watching that one at the house. But that was uh, another one where places, no doubt, were going, were going to be on fire. That So I, I just said it about Tony Bennett. That's not on him. I mean, that's, the kid turned into a grenade launcher. No, you're right. Yeah. Just bam. Yeah, but you take why not the timeout? Why not the timeout? Why not throw it off leg? someone's leg? You're, yes. It's where you're positioned. It's not, wow, he's, he's in a bad spot. He's okay there. But you wait another two seconds, they're going to foul you. And then just fire it off someone's leg. That's... It's not as bad as Jacoby Myers throwing it back to Chandler Jones, Patriots, Raiders, but it's pretty much the That's same right. thing. That's right. That's right. So as bad as the run's been for Virginia, Arizona says, hold my beer. Yep. Because now they become the first team to lose to 15, a 15 twice. It's the fifth time they've lost to a 13 seed or worse. That's a record. And you just, to lose to an Ivy League team like that, when you have two seven-footers, and what and it's how they lost. Okay, no yep. adjustments. Lloyd was awful. Can you run something? The guards were, were hideous. But you have a 49-39 to 39 lead with 11 minutes left. They scored six points the rest of the game. That's right. That's it. That cannot happen. No, you're the best, one of the best offensive teams in college basketball. Right. And then it's 55-50 with four minutes left. You don't score the rest of the game. Impossible. Mm-hmm. Cannot happen. You're a two seed. You're playing an Ivy League team. They didn't even win their league. They were the two seed. We mentioned those numbers yesterday. They played one quad one and lost by 22. 18 to four. They were outscored in the last eight minutes. And it just no adjustments. Yep. Can you draw something up for the big guys watching no, the game at time? Impossible. You know, the, the big guy missed two front ends, which they left four points on the board, which came back to bite them. Uh, Princeton was plus 470. In play when it was a one-point game late. Oh, oh I mean, it was just crazy, right? Uh, but that is just, that's an abomination. So as much as we love the madness and, you know, we're going to lose bets, it happens. But that is, that's that cannot happen. And I, I just got to, for, for all the people, this is great. I love Princeton. It's more of that cannot happen. I like the West Coast. I'm rooting for the Pac-12. You cannot lose nope. that game. That left a bad taste in my mouth. And and it's, I, I don't, I re, I don't want to give Princeton that much credit. They didn't really do much. It was just uh, Arizona can't score in a half court against uh, an Ivy League uh, team? Uh, some of this stuff is so unpredictable. I had the over in the Duke-Oral Roberts game. And part of it, and I said this on the air, is you think Oral Roberts is going to be intimidated against Duke? I mean, they just, as a 15 seed, they have some of the same players, including Amos, uh, from that team. Yeah. When they were a 15 and they beat Ohio State and they made that awesome run a couple of years ago. I'm like, they don't, they can score with anybody. And then they're down and buried, like you said, 13-0. They bring on the coach 
in the first half, and he goes, yeah, we're in t- we're nervous. He admitted it. On t- I'm like, oh, my God. Cannot believe that. That's I was, a shocker. I was blown away. Absolutely. Very disappointed with the late session, though. Uh, games got well, out of control. They were, yeah. Now, now it, got, it got interesting there late, but Tennessee was up 18. Penn State blew out A&M. Oral Roberts-Duke was never a game. Texas was in total control. You never thought they'd lose against Colgate. Auburn, boy, there's another one. Fran McCaffrey. That's, there Come you go. Now. There you go. Right? He's now, never I know made a, the second it, weekend. It's a road game, but still. You, you've made seven trips to the tournament with Iowa. You've never been to the second weekend. He's never done it as a coach. In 13 years at Iowa, he has four tournament wins? Yeah. Come on. And then Brad Underwood again. Arkansas, no sweat against Illinois. No, they, they That's had another that one. guy. He's never been to the second weekend as well. And he was a one seed one year. Uh-huh. Bad job. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these uh, second round numbers, by the way. Yeah, no surprise here. Duke favored over Tennessee. Seems short. They're lane three. Yep. They're I mean they're hot. And they're not they're not a five seed either. And then look no, they're not. And and then look at this. A one seed, Kansas, with all those quad wins, quad one wins on the season. They're lane three and a half or four against Arkansas. Yep. But oh, the, boy. The, the big story is now what happens to Houston. Now, sh- shame on the committee. Houston has a road game, and then now they're down. Sasser might not play. They could be down two key guys. Yep. And they're, they're tied in the second half against the 16. Oh, yeah? So that's yep. only a five-and-a-half-point spread coming up. Uh, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. Going up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their exclusive squares. Place a qualifying bet. Get a square on the house. If your numbers match, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. All the house specials, all the props, everything you need. Let's do it again. Reload. Fire up again today. USC, Michigan State to start. Yep. Here we go. Uh, We'll recap all of the betting action from yesterday and win some, lose some. That's coming up next. Uh, Don't forget about some of the other sports, by the way, that are going on. In fact, we'll remind you, this bet is now 30-3 and on the season. Paulie with the details coming up next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, get Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and the then they're never, Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. 
Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. VSIN has a podcast up your bet college hoops. VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast. Each week, Tim Murray, Matt Humans, Adam Burke give you three episodes breaking down games, finding value, going over props as well, and futures. Check it out wherever you get your podcast, VSIN's College Basketball Betting Pod. All right, obviously heavy, heavy college basketball today. Two hours left on the program. We'll talk about the rest of the games that we haven't touched on so far during today's show. And Julian Edlow is kind enough to wake up early with us from DraftKings on the East Coast. Uh, Julian, nice job yesterday. Uh, so you were you were fading Iowa uh, yesterday, and you, you believed in Auburn and, and, and the team there to get the job done, minus one on the money line, they did. Do you like them again to come right back against Houston now, a banged up one seed on Saturday? Absolutely. Uh, you know, it was funny. I was I was just getting ready to go to bed last night, and I see within like a one-minute span, the first, the tweet from Tracy Wolfson, who was doing the, the sideline reporting for that Houston game, that it is not only Sasser uh, with the, the re-injury of the groin, but also shed now his knee is a concern for Houston. Uh, I see that tweet. I'm like, wow, I wonder mm-hmm. what this number is going to open up. I scroll down. First thing I see is DK Sportsbook. We've opened up uh, Auburn plus eight against uh, mm-hmm. against Houston, a number that has come crashing down. You see right there, five and a half. Um, so I immediately jumped on Auburn. I, I This is not a team that I thought I would be backing the first two rounds, but uh, they looked pretty good in watching the game. Uh, my the part of my handicap that that would be a home game for Auburn certainly proved true. That was a pro Auburn crowd, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even more than I thought. And Houston just looked shook in in that game. I know you don't want to bet on them to be that bad twice, like they should bounce back. But it's not most times that a team that looks rusty in the first round has to then go play the Saturday night essentially road game now with two of their best players dinged up. So. Houston, just with that pace, that offense, they're not a team that wins by margin generally anyway. So now you're getting a hot team in the SEC that's at home, and I, I just think that Auburn is definitely live to win this game, and uh, anything five and a half or better, I'm, I'm on board with. Yep, I'll agree with you on that one. Uh, it's unfortunate with the road scenario, as you mentioned. How about Duke against Tennessee? Did you think the number was too short? So... 
it, like looking at this is one of those things how quickly things change because looking at the futures markets when we talked yesterday we were talking some of those elite eight and sweet 16 markets tennessee was a little bit heavier of a favorite to make the sweet 16 compared to duke now maybe some of that is that oral roberts was arguably the the better team that these guys had to face off in the first round but uh, Duke obviously had their way with Oral Roberts. The defense looks good. And Tennessee, per usual, struggling in the tournament, mm-hmm. unable mm-hmm. to score and, and make that a game late. So uh, Duke is going to be a pretty uh, popular public square play on Saturday, whatever you want to call it. You look great in the first round. You're Duke. People are going to bet on you. Um, yeah, well said. I just... <laughs> Yeah, after after what we saw on Thursday, I can't trust this Tennessee team. You have your senior, you know, point guard going down for the year. That's a huge piece, and Duke just seems to be peaking at at the right time. They're getting all those freshmen uh, in line. They're playing defense. They're making shots. Uh, I, I I had to go Duke here. One more game mm-hmm. on Saturday. Uh, Furman, extremely fortunate to be here. I don't know. I mean, nobody in the country has any idea what the kid was doing from Virginia at the end of that game to throw it up like that. Regardless, Furman got the win, and so they play San Diego State. Mountain West, again yesterday, fell on their faces. And uh, it was a miraculous cover for San Diego State and those who had minus four or four and a half in that game. Um, do you want to fade the Aztecs here? Do you believe in Furman? Do you like the points? What's your what's your betting angle here with this game? So first of all, on the Kihei Clark pass, I, I saw this tweet from Jim Root yesterday asking, does Kihei Clark have the best and worst pass in tournament history? Because you remember that Elite Eight game against Purdue, I had a Virginia future that year. I saw the ball go into the backcourt. I was like, well, there goes that. Mm -hmm. He somehow gets that pass across for Virginia to win that game. And then yesterday, it's like, what is this fifth-year point guard doing? Um, So I I just thought that, that switch to have maybe the best and worst pass in tournament history is pretty ridiculous. But switching over to this game, I, I like Furman as a team. I think they're pretty good. They're uh, you know a veteran-led team. They have decent talent. They take and make a lot of threes. And when we're looking at this, uh, San Diego State is a pretty similar matchup to Virginia. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, you know all the Mountain West trends. Mm-hmm. You guys throw them out there. East Coast, I don't watch a ton of San Diego State. I've seen them enough to know that, you know, they're built the way that they usually are most of these years, which is somewhat similar to Virginia. So when you have the full week off, maybe between the round of 32 uh, and the Sweet 16 game, you can maybe reset and game plan for something else. For a quick turnaround, this is a pretty good matchup for Furman to just regroup and play. So I would take the points with with Furman here. I'm probably not as passionate about it as, as Auburn and Duke, um, but this will be a play for me on Saturday, taking some points with Furman. I think it could be a similar type of game to Virginia, and maybe you just don't get lucky at the end with that type of scenario to actually win the game. Yeah, totally agree. Good breakdown there. How about today? We start the day with USC and Michigan State. I also like Michigan State. You like Michigan State. Can I interest you on the Spartans 15-1 to to win the region at DraftKings? I'm not going to say no to that uh, it, because this is the most open region. We've been saying it all along. I think Purdue has has a chance to be the first one seed to go down. Um, I do like Marquette a lot. We'll see what they are, but we, we just have more inconsistent teams in, in this region. It feels like so Michigan state in terms of this game, 
I like the spot a lot for them. They're, they're coming off a bad loss to Ohio State. They're going to be well-rested for this game, uh, have a bad taste in their mouth coming out. It's in Columbus, Ohio, so geographically obviously favorable to, to Michigan State. And USC has just kind of been all over the place. Bad loss in the Pac-12 tournament to Arizona State. Drew Peterson's been hurt these last few games. I don't think there's any other way around it. One of their best players is, you know, not out with an injury, but playing hurt. And he hasn't been himself for a few games now. So I think that's a big advantage for a veteran Michigan State team. And then it just comes down to that that backcourt. Um, the backcourt for Michigan State, they're veterans. They shoot the ball well. They make their free throws. I, I trust Michigan State to advance in this spot. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Julian Edlow, our guest from DraftKings, running down today's slate now in college basketball. When the 8-9 popped, Memphis, Florida Atlantic, I think everybody collectively like went, oh my God, I can't believe that that's the matchup in the first round. Okay, but now we can bet on this stuff, obviously. And when the number popped, Memphis is obviously red hot. They're going to be a short favorite in this game. Uh, do you like the red hot Tigers here taking on an FAU team that, I mean, some people are saying that they would be, you know, above 500 in the Big Ten. They'd be, uh, you know, a, a pick them basically on a neutral against a team like K-State. Who do you like? Yeah, I'm going with the hot Memphis team here. Uh, you know, I... It worries me a little bit, I guess, that everybody seems to be on them. And a lot of it is because not only is Memphis hot, a lot of people just don't know much about FAU. Mm -hmm. But I I hope I'm not too high on Memphis because I want Memphis to get Purdue so much. Because we talked yesterday about Sweet 16 futures. Mm -hmm. I have one on Memphis. Mm -hmm. I think they're the type of team that could beat Purdue in this tournament. Um, again, the veteran backcourt, that's what you like in, in, uh, March with, with Kendrick Davis, who's going to be the best player on the floor. FAU had that road win at Florida. That was impressive early in the season. Uh, but the record, I I don't want to compare them to Charleston. Maybe that's downing them a little bit, but the record a lot like Charleston, you see them come out, play a good game, but ultimately fall short. I just think a more physical team with these vets like Memphis uh, is is going to have enough to get it done. Uh, FAU just hasn't seen anything like this in, in too long for me. I, I would say much better league, though, but I understand yep. where you're going with, with Charleston and, yep. and Florida Atlantic, though, as well. How about VCU and St. Mary's? Yeah, this one came came crashing down when uh, when we were putting the numbers out on DK Sportsbook as the bracket was being revealed. I saw the VCU uh, plus six and plus 200 money line come out on DK Sportsbook once they announced that matchup and and grabbed that immediately. But I'm, I'm all right with the four. Uh, I, I think this is a very winnable game for, for VCU. I just I don't get the St. Mary's love completely. Mm-hmm. I, I know what the, the analytics say. They're an analytics darling. <laughs> but. Uh, I mean, Gonzaga to win the West Coast Conference was one of my bigger bets of of the season. I just thought if we saw a number like that preseason, what what would you say? I, they were like minus a thousand preseason, and uh, Gonzaga ultimately was easily the right side in that game. St. Mary's couldn't score, and they're known for their defense, but they could not stop Gonzaga. Now VCU is not Gonzaga, but they are going to press full court for the whole game get St. Mary's to uh, into some turnovers. So for an offense that already isn't that great, to start turning the ball over and give VCU any points in transition is going to be a nightmare for them. Um, I think an Ace Baldwin, VCU could have the best uh, player on the floor. I know Aiden Mahaney is a big deal out there, the freshman. But I think that VCU, uh, you know, 
these teams are a lot closer than than the number says, and I'm willing to ride with BCU. St. Mary's, by the way, 2 p.m. tip in in Albany, coming yeah. from out west. Not a yeah. favorable draw there in terms of the scheduling at all. Yeah. Good, good point. Uh, we're up against it, Julian, but you also like yep. Gonzaga team total over in this game today. And I, I piggyback that as well. I like that one. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. He is at Julian Edlow. The podcast for DraftKings is called the Unreasonable Odds Podcast. Great job yesterday. Good luck today and tomorrow as well, Julian. Thanks for the time. All right. Anytime. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Yeah, be good. Um, several books out here in Las Vegas don't offer team totals, but if you shop around where you live, I think that you're probably going to have a decent shot of finding team totals in these games. More college basketball coming up next. We'll get to the evening games. Don't make this conference an underdog. You don't want to mess with them. 12-2, and two, last 14 in this spot. We'll tell you coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. Huge wins again at DraftKings Casino. A player bet six cents and won 59000 on Divine Fortune. Another player bet $10 and won 33000 on Mega Joker. Download the DraftKings Casino app. New customers can get a deposit match up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds when you sign up. Just download it and use code VEASAN. DraftKings Casino app. Use the code VEASAN to claim the offer. Tim Murray joins the program now, co-host on uh, VSIN Primetime weeknights at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock out here on the West Coast. Also, the uh, VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast as well, which is hot and heavy this time of year, obviously. Tim, good morning. How are you today? I'm great, fellas. Uh, interesting day yesterday, uh, to say yep. the least, but uh, hey. That's the beauty of this tournament, and we're back at it for 16 more today. Yeah. You win some, you lose some, you pick up the scraps, you move on to day number two. Okay, uh, before we get into the games that you like, actually, today, what was your takeaway last night from the Duke Oral Roberts game? And then moving forward, what that means for this Duke number against Tennessee as the Blue Devils are our three-point favorite here? Yeah, I mean, look, Duke has been one of the hottest teams in college basketball. There's no, d- no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, in the... Uh, contest that that Matt Humans is is running on his show Vison tonight I, I took the points of Laurel Roberts you know we have to we had to pick five games and I you know I was debating a couple other and I was like you know what this team could shoot it they got some seniors and uh, that's the type of team that I want to back in uh, in this situation what they were down 17 nothing or whatever it was um and Duke entering this you know dance as we saw from many uh including Mr. Humans. Uh, it was a hot team to make the Final Four, and I totally understood that, the way that they've been playing, and the way they've been defending. But it, it feels like a little bit, and, I, and that's the interesting thing, guys. I'm you know, curious to get your thoughts about it. We're at the point of the tournament now, when you head into the second round, the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight, where it becomes reactionary, where people who don't watch a ton of college basketball are now watching these games and reacting to it in the betting market. And I could just tell you right now, I mean, what what do you think the splits will be from the betting public oh. on Duke, Tennessee? And and look, it's not like I'm racing to back Rick Barnes or anything like that. I mean, that's that's the issue. I wish Tennessee was someone else because 
I'm not a, a big Tennessee believer and nor should really anybody be after the performance that they had, you know, last night. And you look at Rick Barnes historically, he's now two and 14 over his last 16 games, two and 14 ATS over his last 16 games. But that number at three, you just know that the public's going to say, wow, that is cheap. So I'm going to sit back and wait and see where this number goes. Uh, shot quality, which I think is such a great resource, mm-hmm. uh, actually said that Duke should have won by one point cool. yesterday instead of 23. So take that for what you will. Okay. Very good. Wow. Very good. Very good. So the f- today's the final day of the contest. Your best bet is Drake. Why do you like Drake against Miami? Because I like trendy dogs, Paul, or uh, trendy upsets. That's <laughs> why. No. Uh, you know, it was funny. I was doing a hit with... Uh, with JVT over the weekend here on VSIN, and he said, Give me a mid major to watch. And, you know, I knew a lot of people would probably, you know, say Oral Roberts, which, hey, that worked out well for them. Um, but, but Drake is a team to me that has all the components of a team that you want to back that could make a run. They've got a legit future pro. I think Tucker DeVries will play mm-hmm. pro basketball for a long time. I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar, but Tucker DeVries is, is legit. You know, six, seven forward. Uh, gets gets his buckets, you know, 19 points a game, Missouri Valley Player of the Year. He's the son of the head coach, uh, Dar- Dar- uh, Darian DeRees. So th- he's got that. Then you've got this veteran backcourt uh, with, with grown men, you know, 24 years old in the backcourt, all seniors. Roman Penn, one of their guards, all-conference guard, was playing college basketball in 2017 at Siena. I mean, he's been around for ages. and those are the types of teams that I that I like to back. You look at, you know, experience, you know, almost three years of experience. Uh, a team that is not elite offensively, but they can defend top 50 defensively and, you know, pretty solid on the offensive metrics at, you know, top 50 in three-point shooting, top 100 in two-point field goal percentage. And then you look at their opponent. Miami, not a very good defensive team, darn good offensively. Uh, they are veteran-laden. They do have Jim Laranega, who's one of my favorite coaches uh, because of, you know, my ties to the D.C. area and his mm-hmm. run at George Mason in 06. But, you know, the last aspect to it is uh, is the health of Omir, the uh, the big man sure. for uh, for Miami. And, you know, videos out. He was at practice yesterday. He looked, looked pretty good. Uh, Jim Laranega said they'll check the swelling and see how he is. Still kind of a game time decision, but expecting him to play. But how healthy is he going to be? Because I feel like that team is completely different if Omir is not 100% healthy. And we saw that in the semifinals against Duke where, you know, they they couldn't finish it out. So I get it. Very trendy. Uh, we, we've seen the number move very quickly, uh, or it did initially, and now it's kind of settled in at two. So, uh, yeah, I believe the Bulldogs are going to get it done today and and have an opportunity in that little pod there to to make some noise and maybe even make the Sweet 16 to take on a Houston team. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Tim Murray, our guest, co host of VSIN Primetime, weeknights, 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, here on the Vegas Stats and Information Network. You also uh, host the College Basketball Betting Podcast. You did one yesterday, so I'm guessing that it, that includes all of the games for today as well. Yeah, so the yeah. Uh, the College Basketball Betting Podcast is actually the final hour of VSIN tonight with uh, with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds, where all 50 good picks from the contest are in there. So it's uh, it's kind of in your face, just throwing you all the picks. And uh, uh, I think uh, also 
I'm trying to remember the uh, the guess there, but yeah, all 50 picks from uh, from the contest for today's games are in the feed right now. Yeah, you can get that at vcin.com slash podcast. Subscribe, listen, it's awesome. Okay, so then the Memphis and uh, Florida Atlantic game today. Memphis, a small favorite here. Both these teams are really, really good, Tim. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure you've watched both these teams play a lot this year. Who do you like? So I like Memphis... And it, look, it's not a bet that I, you know, is the, the greatest bet in the world uh, because we know how those always play out. And I was, uh, I was a bit frustrated that we got this matchup because I think both of these teams are absolutely capable of making a run. Mm-hmm. I, I think the committee kind of did both these teams dirty a little bit. I would have loved to yep. see them play, yep. you know, uh, a power five team and, you know, not play each other. But hey, such is life. That's what we got. Uh, I really like Florida Atlantic. This isn't a knock on the Owls, uh, but Memphis is one of those teams, guys, as we've seen in years past, whether it be Kemba Walker or Shabazz Napier, they've got a guard that I think can get them very, very deep in Kendrick Davis. Uh, If you just jumped in and and saw him play against Houston in the AAC championship game, you're like, who is that guy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is that guy. Uh, He is phenomenal, elite scorer, and he's been doing this for a long time, guys. I mean, he's a fifth-year senior. He was at SMU last year. Highly, highly, highly recruited in the portal. And Memphis won that battle. And they've got size, too. DeAndre Williams is a baller. 6'9", uh, forward down low. He's going to get his buckets, too. So I look at just the age experience that this team has. Elijah McCadden is another guy, senior. Alex Lomack is a fifth-year senior. He's been with that program forever uh, he played for uh, for penny i think in aau ball when he was like in sixth grade i mean he's been with penny hardaway for a long long time so it's unfortunate that we have to get this matchup in the first round but i think if memphis can squeak by florida atlantic i believe that they have a shot to take down purdue which is a fascinating matchup in and of itself which we can get to to purdue and uh, fairly dickinson which is just if you just want comic relief take a look at that game tonight uh, but I, you know, I took Memphis on the money line. Uh, it, it's a pick'em game or, or a coin toss game. It's one and a half two for a reason. Florida Atlantic's legit. Dusty May has done an incredible job there with that program. But I'm gonna back a a fifth year senior guard. Last note on this one, guys. If you look at your bracket, they've played four. They've played a number one seed four times. Houston three times. They also played Alabama in the non conference. They're four and zero ATS. And they have an outright win, which they just got mm-hmm. in the AAC championship yeah. game. So they are not afraid of anybody. So like I said, if they could take out Florida Atlantic, which won't be easy, I think they could make him run, potentially. You can follow Tim on Twitter. He is at one Tim Murray. You can get that podcast, the VEASAN College Basketball Betting Podcast. It is superb. Tim, thanks for waking up today early uh, again. We appreciate that. And best of luck here on a Friday. Appreciate it, fellas. Enjoy the games today. Yep, Thank you too. You. On St. Patty's Day, by the way. Yeah. I, I got the green on. There you go. Careful. I got the, I got the green blazer on here today. Moderation. Don't oh, get out of oh, control. You will absolutely see moderation from most people in Las Vegas. It's a long day. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing this for going to sports books for 20 years this, this weekend. If you want to see what death looks like on a person walking around, it's this weekend. Yeah. It's like, holy well, hell, what happened to you last night? You can get after it at night. That's okay. Because uh, Furman, San Diego State is a standalone. Yep. And Duke, Tennessee is a standalone. So you'll be okay there. You can sleep in. Yep. How are the props looking after day one? That and more college basketball next.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness. Only $19. You get every pick from every host and every guest. Picks from the godfather, Brent Musburger. The betting guide's phenomenal. Preview of every team. You get access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament. That's the special. Only $19. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Wes Reynolds is a host here on VEASAN. He does the show with Matt Humans. 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. on the West Coast. It's called V-SIN tonight. He's excellent on college basketball. Wes, thanks for the time today. You also went to Indiana. That is uh, your alma mater. They're laying four and a half tonight against Kent State. How, forget about the point spread for a second here. How worried are you about the Hoosiers getting an outright win? Uh, very worried and good to be on with you this morning, guys. Uh, yeah, I think that this was the toughest 13 seed that Indiana could have gotten. And, you know, they were going to get a four seed, but I would have rather them played Lafayette. I would have rather them even played Furman, despite the fact that they're a very experienced team and they're moving on than the draw. I just think 
Kent State is really good defensively, and uh, they can give IU some problems. IU really struggles, and they've struggled all year if you've watched this team in terms of switching ball screens, over-helping, under-rotating, depending on what term you want to use. And Kent has a ball-dominant guard and sincere carry that can, that can you know, he pretty much, that's what he does. He goes off ball screens. But, you know, Kent is very physical, and Kent's not going to back down from the moment. And I think yeah. part of that is because of their coach, Rob Senderop. And just to give a little history lesson for maybe some people that don't know, Rob Senderop was once an assistant at Indiana under Calvin Sampson. And this was back in uh, 2007. He and Calvin Sampson and that staff were forced to resign because of some recruiting violations and some lack of program control, basically. There are a lot of other issues outside of some uh, excess telephone calls to recruits. But, <laughs> you know, Rob Senderop and Kelvin Sampson, that whole regime, they don't like Indiana, and Indiana doesn't like them. So there is a little bit of bad blood, I think, here. And there's nothing more that Rob Senderop would love to do than to stick it to Indiana. And, I mean, you're motivated anyway in the NCAA tournament. But there's that little extra motivation. And then you also look at Kent. They're very much like Houston in that way in terms of that style of defense they play. They're top 40 in defensive efficiency in the Ken Palm. They like to trap the post, which you've seen Northwestern do a lot if you've watched a lot of Big Ten basketball this year. Chris Lowry is Chris Collins' main assistant, the former head coach at Southern Illinois, and that's how they played Purdue. They trapped Zach Eady in the post, and that's what they did to Indiana. They trapped Trace Jackson Davis, and that forces an offense to get really stagnant. And then they have a guy, Malik Jacobs, who's a really good on-ball defender. And Jalen Huchifino is going to have a tough matchup. And Jalen, ever since that Purdue game where he had one of the greatest uh, performances by a freshman in Mackey Arena history, He's looked a little tired at the end of the season. And I think Trace Jackson Davis has looked a little tired at the end of the season because he's having to play 38 minutes every night. Yeah, the other thing, yeah. too, when you look at their resume, to, to, they led late at Gonzaga. They're tied late at Houston. They run out Toledo, who had won 17 in a row. This is, you don't, they lost by two to Charleston. You don't see a resume like this from a, a mid major. Yeah, not at all. And you mentioned that, Paulie, the Houston game. That was a one-point game with about one minute to go. Yeah. Despite the fact that the aforementioned Sincere Carey was two for 22 in that game. Wow. And yet it was a one-possession uh, game at then number one Houston. So, yeah, th this is a concerning matchup. I actually did play the under. I didn't play the side. I played the under at 141 in this game. I just think... You know, I wonder what Indiana's energy is going to be. I was listening to an interview because I did a spot back home on an Indianapolis radio station. And before me was Don Fisher, the longtime radio voice of the Indiana Hoosiers. And he's very perceptive. And obviously he's covered this team for 50 years and said they look like a really tired basketball team. So the one-two uh. in the NCAA tournament is always there. But how much energy you have. And when you play a lot of these high leverage games where you get down and you have to come back like they did against Maryland last Friday night, they did win. But also on Saturday, you know, they pressed late, kind of got back in the game against Penn State. And you just wonder about team's energy level because you never know. And I know you talked about it in the segment earlier. You never know what's going to happen. You never know when a team is just not going to have any energy, kind of like what you saw at Arizona mm -hmm. yesterday. Yes, yes. So a couple guys who went to UCSB emailed in and, and texted that they don't have a shot, and, and they ran some reasons down. But, you know, yeah, I talked to Bruce Marshall, humans. There's so many guys at VEASAN and guys who cover the sport who think the Gauchos can actually win the game. What do you think of UCSB and Baylor? 
I did take UCSB at 11 and a half. And really, I mean, it's more of a play against Baylor because if you've watched this team, their defense has just been dreadful. It's, you know, Scott Drew has had some pretty good defenses running matchup zones over the years, but they can't guard at all. Now they got three guys on offense that can get, that can get ISO and get the shots that they want. So they're very explosive offensively. Uh, Ajay Mitchell for UCSB. I mean, he could be a borderline pro. So UCSB's got a little bit talent and, and they got those slow drop bigs uh, in the drop coverage. They're going to try to keep Baylor out of transition and what, Joe Pasternak, I think, wants to do. You look at that tempo, 312th in the country. They do not want to get into a track meet with Baylor. So mm-hmm. I think UCSB, if they can just keep the possessions low, and we saw it yesterday already in this tournament, keep the possessions low, hit enough threes, and you can hang in these games as a big underdog. Yes, absolutely. How about this? This hasn't gone well for the big sky, and it was a horror show for Montana State last year. What do you think of Montana State, K-State? Yeah, I did take Montana State on the opener. I took some eight and a half and some nine. And you're right, Paulie. Last year, they had to play Texas Tech in the first round, and that was like the worst matchup for these guys. They got drilled 97 to 62. But one thing I like about Montana State, this is a team that gets to the foul line. They have the fifth highest uh, free throw rate in the country. Meanwhile, Kansas State, 298th in foul rate. So they have a way at you. And Montana State can get to the line. Montana State can also force turnovers because Kent State is around 300th in turnover percentage, even though this is a lot more talented Kansas State team, I think, uh, in Jerome Tang's first year. He's got a couple impact transfers from high major programs. But Kansas State has been a different team away from the Octagon of Doom there in Manhattan. Uh, Eric Haslam, who runs Haslam Metrics, who's a frequent guest on VSIN. 357th in the away from home metric for K-State. So I don't think Montana State, I know the Big Sky is not a super athletic conference necessarily, but I don't think that they're going to be as overwhelmed as they were against Texas Tech. They were just, they were overwhelmed from the get-go. Texas Tech runs that no middle defense, forces Montana State to chuck a bunch of threes, and that's how you see them get blown out by 35 last year. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest is Wes Reynolds, host here on the network. His show is called VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific, again here on VSIN. So, how about Indiana's rival in that state, Purdue? And I saw this from shot quality, Wes. When they go back the last six years, the team with the best shot quality stats going into the tournament, four, uh, the three out of the last four champions were the number one team overall in the country. Of course, the COVID year's in there, so we can't count that. This year, it's Purdue, number one, if you can believe it or not, which I'm sure you can. But your thoughts overall, and it's a 116 game, so these are tricky, but going on beyond today, everybody's making the case that Memphis can beat them. What's your long-term um, prediction here for Purdue in this tournament? Yeah, and you're right, Mitch. If you look at every single poll and they say, okay, who's the first number one seed that's going to get eliminated from this tournament? Purdue gets the majority of the votes every single time. And I don't know if I agree with that. And look, Purdue's got weaknesses. Purdue's got warts. Every team in this tournament has warts. There's not like a dominant team like a 2012 Kentucky. But this is a team that executes really well in the half court. They don't foul. They have the lowest foul rate of any team in the country. They just don't send people to the line. Offensive rebounds, not only, of course, with Edie, but with Mason Gillis, Caleb First. They've got a lot of size on this team. 
I actually like Purdue. I, I think that they're getting kind of sold short because remember last year we all had the expectations when they had a lottery pick with Jade Nivey. And what you saw kind of with Purdue last year, a lot of times they just stood around and watched Jade Nivey to see what he was going to do with the ball. I think this team's a lot more connected in what was supposed to be a rebuilding year up in West Lafayette. So I, I actually have a lot more confidence in Purdue. I think last year Matt Painter kind of made a mistake not playing Zach Eady with Travion Williams, mm -hmm. but now Eady's the focal point down low. So I think Purdue can go far. I know Memphis or even FAU is going to be a, a tough matchup yeah. in any one versus eight, nine, because they're both athletic teams. But I like Purdue a lot more than I think a lot of the national media and a lot of the pundits do. Very good. You can follow Wes on Twitter. He is at Wes Reynolds 1. And again, his show is VEASAN tonight, weeknights at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, here on the Vegas Stats and Information Network. Thanks, pal. We appreciate the time today. Best of luck. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Yep. You too. If you want his best bet, and go to the website as well in the there contest. As we get, uh, he's got a total for his best bet tonight. At uh, vcin.com. Up next, we'll wrap it up with our in-pocket plays. We'll recap how day one of the madness went for us and tell you what we're betting today coming up. And by the way, did you realize that he scored zero points last night? This player had no points and they scored almost 100. We'll tell you who that is coming up here on Follow the Money. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.